0: Please enjoy this classic clip from the I Love Gringo Letters Patreon archives. Today we've got stellar guests. This could be a live show. We blew it. We should have invited people along to this one. We've made a terrible mistake. Oh, it's just Jerry. Jerry the cat's going to yeah. have to enjoy this. He doesn't pay for many tickets. I've found. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't want to have a crack at your cat, but he's a cheapskate.
1: <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Still, I think you're you're referring to stellar guests. Uh, from my knowledge of the word stellar in Latin is it, it refers to stars. I'd like to consider myself more of like an asteroid. One of those, yeah. not those small ones that only have they're yeah. 130 feet in diameter, yeah. you know, we actually measure them in feet. I mean, they do a lot of damage when they hit them. Yeah, and especially when Russians film them off their dashboard cameras. So if you're gonna go stellar, I think down that end of the pool,
2: please. I'm more of a Stella Adler kind of fan. I'm a superstar, <laughs> I'm, uh,
0: I'm, I'm acting a part of a superstar. <laughs> How about we say our first guest was once thought of as a, as a planet, but he's been downgraded as a moon. Yes. Um, you might know him from the Can You Take This Photo Please podcast, The Shelfcast, or just being one of Australia's best comedians. Welcome, Justin Hamilton. Thank you. It's good to be back. And our other guest has a very storied career in Australian television with, with oh, yeah. Ed and Sam in Cup Fever I am uh, from Frontline and, of course, The Late Show. Mm. Welcome, Santo Cholaro. Hello, Steele, and, and nice to be here. Not, Thanks for inviting me along. And I'm not sure if you know about this, Justin, mm. but Santo is here because of the time honored You're a podcaster. Mm. You know about the podcaster's code?
2: I do. I do know about the
0: code. It's I can't talk about it
2: because <laughs> some of these people listening aren't podcasters. <laughs> Guys, I'm Sicilian. I'm allowed to talk about it because there's
1: other stuff us Sicilians aren't allowed to talk about. <laughs> but I, <laughs> well, I'll have to kill you once you hear it. I know, about, I, I've been, I've been, no, I haven't been told about the podcaster's code, but it's been
0: alluded to me by a man called... <laughs> called Sam Pang. Yes. So Sam, who's a a former letter lover, I said, I see if you get Santo on your little podcast buddy that you hang out with on a Friday mornings. And he goes, oh yeah, how should I do that? I go, tell me about the podcaster's code, where like, (laughs) if another podcaster asks you to come on the podcast, it's the code, or you get kicked off iTunes. Yes. Yeah. Well, this isn't like a normal podcast to me, because
1: our, our microphones are placed on little stands. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, just uh, right. for the people out there, I'm holding my microphone.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I just, you know, a small uh, jazz lounge. That's what this <laughs> podcast is. We can break into song at any time. <laughs> I'd like to dedicate. I
1: was, <laughs> you know, when I went when I went on my honeymoon. This is many many years ago. Okay, I, I went on my honeymoon and we went to uh, uh, we went to an island in uh, in the Philippines, which has now been closed because because there's too many pirates that, right. that, that attack people. I still remember reading my Lonely Planet Guide, thinking, I should know something about this place that I'm going to before I, I get there. And I go, what should you watch out for? And I was thinking, spiders, snakes, pirates. Right. So that, that's in the watch to, what to watch out for. My the wife,
0: scraping of a hooked <laughs> hand. Exactly.
1: <laughs> parrots on shoulders, everything. So my wife and I were basically two of five people on the entire island. There was, a, there was these two Italian guys that had been given a bum steer. They wanted to go to an island where... There would just be chicks, yeah, and they were told to go to this place. It was a seven-day Adventist mission place. Oh. so by the end of, by the end of the holiday, they were asking me, "Could I please take a? Could we take a picture with your wife so yes. we can prove to our friends that we we're with
2: women?" Yeah, the otherwise it's a it's it's a gay getaway. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but, but what, what, other... what stories do you think have been made up about your wife over the years? She deserves it, whatever.
1: <laughs> um, the uh, the only other guy with there was a German guy who kept on saying. My name was Horst, and I'm thinking it used to be Horst. Who knows? But whatever. So here's the <laughs> other guy. There. Every morning, my wife and I were the only people that would roll up to breakfast because the other guys were just sleeping in. And we'd roll up for breakfast, and there would be a crooner, a guy standing there going, "I would like, like to dedicate this next song to Mister and Missus Silauro." <laughs> and, and he'd sing the song, and he'd get to the end of the song, he'd go, "I would like to dedicate my next song to Mister and Missus Silauro." <laughs> And he'd croon away all morning long. Wow. And then in the afternoon, we go down to the beach or something. He's the guy fixing the boats. You know, he's just... And the crooner as well. Yeah. I would
0: like to dedicate this boat to Mr. and Mrs. (laughs) Solaro. And if you get food poisoning while you're having breakfast and you're being crooned to, you have to go see him in the medical facility. (laughs) I'd like to dedicate this next bunch of antibiotics
1: to Mr. and Mrs. (laughs) Solaro.
2: Santo is actually... uh, one of the stars of my all-time favourite sketch. Uh, listeners who listen to all, all the podcasts may have heard me rabbit on about this with Tony Martin. The Warren Perzo sketch oh. is my, and, I, and I've heard that it, it died when it was shown in the audience, and, and Tony couldn't couldn't understand it. But my friends, like my oldest friends, we still. Quote it. We still quote everything from it, and you have that great moment in Ron's Barney of, "Oh, Ron, I could only get light beer," and then you get a chair smashed over you by Mick Malloy, and <laughs> and you're also in Melvin Son of Alvin after do I get chased down the street by a bunch of screaming girls? Screaming is that, girls? Is that me? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and it's referred to as he's not doing that to shit he does on the ABC, <laughs> and it is one of oh. it is for me not only uh, not only is it one of the, the the greatest sketches I've ever seen, but you also have one of the funniest moments that people don't often pick up on. Warren Perso tries to do documentary movies, and his first choice is Strezlecki, and they show a scene from it, and it bombs, and then the next one is Sturt, and they show a scene from it, and it bombs, and then, as a throwaway, like this, for some people, this would be the thing that you build up to, but it's a throwaway on this one. It's Mangles, and there's a voiceover. <laughs> there's a voiceover while this, you see the scene, but it's you dressed as Albie Mangles, and it's <laughs> Rob Stitch saying, You're crazy, Albie. No one's ever made an entire documentary while not wearing a shirt.
1: <laughs> um. God, you've reminded me. it was when Tony put his heart and soul into a, into any sketch. It was it was breathtaking. That's what it was. It was breathtaking. I think we all know what Tony's like. I think uh, Meticulous is his middle name. Yeah. And uh, God, they were funny. And that, they were very, very funny times. We used to call those, did T- Tony ever tell you that? We used to call them bananas. They were, they, were sh- they were, I don't know why. I think the ABC were not happy about us filming our own stuff. So right. like they were top secret, we would go with a 16 mil camera. I think they were shot on film. Right. Uh, before, before the season started and we'd shoot all this stuff that we'd keep up our sleeves, but we couldn't say what they were. So the, the secret term was bananas. Yeah. Uh, they were our
2: bananas. That's great. Yeah, I love it. One of the great sketches uh, or the re- recurring characters on the show, and I, and I have to ask you this because they always seem so anarchic, were the characters of Jeff and Terry. And, oh. you know, sometimes I think you did picture frames or you always had different jobs, but you also seemed like, you know, you were con men and you would probably shoot That's people right. if you Th- had to.
1: Those characters were <laughs> so anarchic that we often used to... Write uh, the the next sketch and with the wrong names. Oh right, we'd forgotten, <laughs> we'd forgotten what their names were. <laughs> right. Was it Jeff? Was it Terry? Was it Jason? Was it right. We forget <laughs> what they actually were. But uh, oh no, they they look the whole the whole late show was slightly shambolic. Graham and the Colonel was always shambolic. We'd be writing on our auto up until, you know, 30 seconds before we'd go on. Right. And occasionally, we, we had a very small telemation girl called uh, Ros Stock. She once crawled into the machine so that we could see her face on the screen, and she just shrugged. She said, I don't know where you guys are. I've got no idea where you are. I'm lost. But <laughs> Jeff and Terry, Jeff and Terry was totally shambolic. I remember those moments very clearly on stage, looking across certainly at Jane Kennedy, and we'd be looking at each other, and you, you just you just think... This is actually going live to air <laughs> yeah. around the country right now. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what you're doing. What the hell is this? What is this wig that I'm wearing? I don't know wh- what, where I'm at. <laughs> I've started going off on a tangent that I didn't even know existed. They were strange days.
2: Well, you know, as a, as a young fella watching it, that was what was intoxicating about it because it, it actually felt dangerous. And uh, for me, comedy is always at its best when you think, well, this... Could fail, yeah. like you know, yeah. this could, this could, this could fall apart at any moment, and it, it never did. That's yeah. what, that's what well, made it work. I think what happens
1: work. is that you, you, really celebrate the fact that there's no safety net, because you know that when something doesn't work, you, you just make reference to it. You just yeah. say, you just say that it didn't work. We, we learned, we learnt those lessons in the early days when we were doing reviews at university, where often our best times were backstage after we died. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There and you go, oh my god, did did I, I remember Nick Buffalo coming out and doing a sketch where he I can't even remember what he was dressed at, As an alien or something and he he'd say things like uh, earthlings pause you laugh at, and there was no, no no laughter, so he has to stand there and go. You laugh, and there's no one laughing. You're walking backstage and go. Did that really happen? Was that yeah. an out of body experience? Yep. You no. Know, you enjoy that. You learn to embrace it.
0: We still see that on the comedy circuit where, oh yeah, yeah, like a new comedian will say will say a line and go. Oh, you laugh at that, but and it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no one didn't. laughed at that. Nothing and no happened. No one will laugh at that. Yes, no, yeah. no. It's probably a good thing that you couldn't remember. Jeff and Terry's name, because they seem like characters that would be changing their names fairly frequently to get out of whatever <laughs> debts or legal troubles they might be in. That's what they would do. But look, they, they
1: were a lot of fun to do. Rob and I just enjoy playing shonky characters, and we enjoy putting on a wig, really. It's, yeah. It, that, that is good fun. They were great characters, and they have, they have, they, they, they probably evolved from other characters. I remember on Breakfast Radio back in the late 80s, I was doing a character called... Wayne from Snorbins, Wayne from Snorbans, yeah, yeah. Uh, and not Saint Albans, Snorbins. So uh, uh, got, it's almost like Kong Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, it? we do enjoy playing your slightly shonky character, and in fact, I think I remember doing one with Michael Veach. I, I'm just trying to remember. We played a couple of brothers who were on what was the the, the number the, the game where you turn the letters. Uh, uh, oh, Wheel uh, of Fortunes. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, and we were just two brothers who were playing that. We had to guess the name of one of Shakespeare's best-known plays, and the word Hamlet, except for the A, was missing. Right, and we were sitting there going, uh, and we were basically Jeff and Terry, and and the host said, um, "Here's a clue because we didn't know the answer. Here's a clue to be or not to be," and we we're going, "B, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Hublet. it's Hamlet," and um, so for all I know, that was Jeff and Terry. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was quite young when that radio show was on, but I used to love the Triple M Morning Show, yeah, the DJ. And I remember the first... I grew up down in Rosebud and the first time we drove through St. Albans, this is where... It's this like is, where, sl- this sl- is where Wayne's from. Oh, it's like, yeah, right. an actual like, place. I wonder where he lives. This is awesome. They were fun times. To me, my,
1: my, my favourite thing of all time is, is back in the radio days. It's not even a joke. It's what actually happened. It's People ask, how did Jane Kennedy join the group? Because Jane once wanted to... Uh, she wanted to be in our group back when we were doing... Uh, back when we were doing uh, comedy reviews... And she walked in on a review in 1983 and then she got so scared that she walked away. She didn't realise that I was running the casting at that time and I had this rule where you walk in, you audition, you get in. So she she could have joined up many years before she actually did, but she was a newsreader at Triple M. And there was one particular morning where we used to get... Breakfast used to be brought in by... All sorts of sponsors. At the time, Mr. Donut, I think, was sponsoring the show. And he came with a whole bunch of eclairs. And this is very unlike um, Tony Martin, but very much like Tom Gleisner. They were basically walking around in the corridor with chocolate eclairs hanging out of their flies. Okay, so they're walking around like that. Jane Kennedy is in the is in the news booth, and in the news booth, we can't hear what she's saying. Yep. she's just she's just locked in. We're just walking around there. So she's reading the news, and uh, Tom and, and Tony decide let's put her off. You know, doing the news with these with the chocolate eclairs. We didn't realise that she was trying to read the story of nineteen. 19- Welsh miners who had died down a mine. Okay. It was the most tragic story of the decade, right? Yes. So she's trying to say it, and these guys are parading in front of her, and she cracked up. She, she couldn't hold it together. She tried to hold it together. She could not hold it together. She absolutely, in the middle of the Welsh mining story, burst out and killed herself laughing, right, and got sacked on the spot. She got, she, the management called her in, and they sacked her. And we went into our room and said, what do we do? How do we do this? So we couldn't figure out any way to recompense other than, do you want to join the group? You <laughs> handed
0: her an eclair to put <laughs> in her pants. It. Off you go, now you're on,
1: you're on our side of the, the fence now. We couldn't do it. Out of embarrassment, we asked her to join the degeneration. is hilarious. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is
0: I actually, I'm not sure if you know this, mm. but uh, your, your, your buddy Sam Pangs was down at Spleen trying a bit of stand-up on oh, Monday. I'm very proud of him. His second ever gig. Yeah. How did he go? Were you both there? Yeah. I was hosting. Yeah, yep. What do you reckon? I it thought great. he went pretty well. Okay. Look, this is the thing that confused me. So he's down there, Sam Pang yeah. from SBS television, mm-hmm. and then Adam Zwa from mm-hmm. the ABCs yeah. down there, and they're both trying to get into it. And I'm just like, I know, what are you doing? You're, you're going the wrong way in show business. you meant to do stand up to get a successful show on the ABC or SBS. You're they're, going down snakes, not up ladders. They're, they're, they're going the Ricky Gervais route. Yeah. You know like
2: when you watch Ricky Gervais and like even with his riders etc no matter how funny he is he doesn't have like in my opinion he doesn't have club skills. Do you know what gotcha, I mean? Like he gotcha. can't mm. he can do what he can do but you yeah. could imagine that someone would drop a glass and he'd be ruined whereas right. you know we have a glass dropped and uh, that's Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> well that's why I don't, that's I've never done it. I've I've never done it. I I, I sort of have a pathological fear for Live audiences, I still get nervous doing a a speech at a at a cousin's, you know, thirtieth or something, thirtieth, uh, fiftieth. Um, <laughs> I sometimes got up with Tony and Mick just to help, but so I can understand what Sam's doing because I often fantasize in my head, oh, I could do this, I could do this. I saw the 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 Seinfeld documentary, you know, the the oh, comedian, comedian. that, yeah.
0: that, that documentary documentary uh, changed and ruined my life.
2: Seriously? Yeah. Pray tell. Was it the Was it the bit where? He's the biggest comedian in the world, and people are still talking up the back. I actually found that liberating. You know, when, when the audience is all talking up the back, and then afterwards you hear him just saying, How big do you have yeah. to be? And you go, And as soon as you hear that, you go, Oh, well, I actually don't mind if people talk up the back That's now because they did yeah. it at the Seinfeld. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, no, I always love stand up comedy, yeah. but it felt like, like the people that did it were sort of born into it, or right, there was yeah. some like, stonecutter-like secret club. Gotcha. And then to see that documentary, it's like, oh, that's how you write jokes. Right. And so that set me upon my path. That's why I've actually got the... Oh, Oh, yeah. the poster up there. ...to remind me. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed that classic I Love Green Guide Letters clip. Now, here's the deal. We keep the last 25 new episodes free on the feed for anyone to download. But to dip into the archives, I invite you to check out the I Love Green Guide Letters Patreon page. Patreon is a really easy way for content providers like myself to reward listeners for supporting the podcast. And just for $3 a month, I give you complete access to our hundreds and hundreds of back episodes. You can download or listen to them on patreon.com or you can paste a quick and easy code into your podcast app of choice and download Every episode, just like a regular podcast. Along with the classic episodes for Patreon supporters, I also record the bonus After Letters Show, where myself and previous guests answer listener supplied questions that, of course, go off into unexpected tangents. It's a really fun format that has become a favorite with our Patreon supporters. So the link is in the show notes of the very episode you're listening to now, or you can check it out at patreon.com forward slash I love. Of GG Letters. And then you can enjoy all the classic episodes featuring the likes of Will Anderson, Dave Anthony, Ronnie Cheng, Santo Chilaro, Arthur Comer, Paul Dempsey, Professional Wrestler Mick Foley, Tom Gleason, Libby Gore, Tiffany Hall, Peter Hellier, Darren Hinch, Jonathan Holmes, Pete Holmes, Claire Hooper, Anthony Jesselnik, Jamoan, Samuel Johnson, Ed Cavalier, Andy Kinla, Kate Langbrook. Lemo, Dylan Lewis, Sam Mack, Mark Marin, Tony Martin, Luke McGregor, Ryan Maloney, Lawrence Mooney, former Green Guide editor Andrew Murphit, Dave O'Neill, Celia Bacola, Sam Pang, Charlie Pickering, Randy the Puppet, Gareth Reynolds, Adam Richard, John Safran, Sam Simmons, Brody Stevens, Tim and Eric, Josh Thomas, Dave Thornton, Ash Williams, Merrick Watts, Adam Zwa, and you get it, quite obviously, so many more. Your support is so appreciated and also needed to help finance the future production of I Love Green Guide Letters. So just to recap, last 25 episodes, always up for free for anyone to download. But if you want to go into the archives, it is just $3 to support the podcast for the month. If you so wanted, you could pay $3, download all thousand plus hours of podcasting and That's it, but We would love for you to stick around and continue to support the podcast and enjoy the ongoing bonus episodes. Thank you guys so much. I am Steel Saunders, and I do love Green Guide Letters and our beloved Patreon supporters.